listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you're listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations. We hope and pray that in joining us, you'll gain insight, wisdom, and courage to have these conversations with your own kids. On today's program, we're talking about moral relativism, and we've talked about this before on the show, but it's worth talking about again. So um, moral relativism is the it's a cultural acceptance, really, that there's no such thing as absolute truth. You know, what what might be morally valid in one situation isn't necessarily morally valid in another situation. In other words, what's good for you is good for you. And what's good for me is good for me. Right. So um, and, and Pope Benedict, he had a lot to say, actually, about moral relativism. But he said, we are building a dictatorship of relativism that does not recognize anything as definitive and whose ultimate goal consists solely of one's own ego and desires. Well, that's a pretty strong statement against moral relativism from our Pope Emeritus, Pope Benedict. So we have uh, our panel of teenage experts here with us today, (laughs) experts on moral relativism. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. (laughs) Um, So why don't you tell us your name and where you go to church? I'm Nick, and I go to St. Patrick's. I'm Kobe, and I go to Church of the Resurrection. I'm Kaylee, and I go to St. Bridget. I'm Noah, and I go to St. Bridget. Okay, great. Well, thank you all for being here. Um, so what are, So let's just start right out of the gate. What are some things that have become gray areas in regard to morality? Things that maybe at one time were more universally accepted as immoral or moral, and, and now they aren't so universal anymore. Got any ideas? Kobe. Lying or cheating or yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Probably a big one is abortion. Yeah. Abortion. Uh, I would say the biggest, or well, I, I would say a big thing is uh, uh, like sexuality, like everything that encompasses that. You know, um, dress it, how people dress, how people carry themselves, what people do. Uh, you know, behind closed doors, all that stuff. Everything that encompasses or the not word. behind closed doors. Correct. For yeah, that matter. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah. that's that's a factor of it. Yeah. Um, so everything that encompasses the word sexuality. For the for youth and even maybe for some adults is um, is more getting more and more gray, more and more gray, definitely yep. gray. Yes. Yeah. Any others to add to that? I think contraception is a big one too. Yeah. You know, there was a time when all Christian churches um, had the same stance on contraception, and that's no longer the case. Um, yeah, there there are lots of them. We could, Kobe, you said lying and and cheating, um, which oddly. It's becoming more and more acceptable as people feel more and more pressure to advance mm-hmm. in the world, advance yeah. their careers or, yeah. Um, sexuality, Noah, just, you know, what what you see becomes sort of reality, right? right you right. know, TV shows and movies and whatnot. So, well, okay, so for contrast then, and to be fair, are there things that are not maybe so universally black and white? You know, things that, Generally speaking, would be considered immoral. Killing people. Oh, <laughs> darn, Kobe, that's a I mean, tough one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are 
Um, so yeah. you're so thinking like self-defense, so to speak, or oh, just yeah. war, maybe, mm-hmm. or... Are you, are you saying think, things mm-hmm. that are black and white and they have been for a while, or things that are more gray? Things that... I don't know. Now Kobe made me rethink my question. Oh, I don't, okay, sorry things that. that are... No, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Things that, that have historically been very black and... No. Wait, what was my question? Okay. No, now I'm talking about things that... Are, are black definitely and, are black, black and white. No, that are gray, right? So, oh, so t- okay. so basically, they're pre- they're pretty black and white. But there are areas where they aren't. It isn't absolutely true all the time that this would be the moral oh, okay, decision. Okay. So it's stuff that usually is black and white, but could be gray depending yes. on the circumstance. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so, Kobe, you said killing <laughs> yeah, people. people. Yeah. Did you understand my question? Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> okay. yeah, now, now it makes no, sense because, okay. you know, like premeditated murder and stuff, that's obviously everybody thinks that's wrong. Like, and then, you know, like de- self-defense and stuff like that. Right. And there, yeah. you're right. There are a lot of gray areas euthanasia. in that regard. Mm-hmm. Euthanasia. Mm-hmm. War. Although euthanasia is wrong, period. But what you're saying now, Nick, is there are people who Who's, think yeah. that, it, that yeah. it's okay and that it's an act of mercy. Okay. War, did you say, Kaylee? Yeah. Right. Right. Like, generally, war is wrong, although occasionally there can be a situation in which it is a just war. Yeah. Uh, And going off of war, um, another big one is how, you know, and especially there are other countries that do this, but especially how America um, kind of inserts itself into the affairs of other countries. And sometimes, you know, maybe the, the, uh, sometimes maybe the, it seems like the ends don't justify the means maybe or it's kind of kind of deciding it's it's and it's not just america it's it's in everywhere it's people deciding what's right and wrong for other people and um and where to get involved and right where, and where, and to get where involved. not to get involved exactly, where sometimes exactly. maybe gray we should be getting involved right that's the gray area whether to or not to get involved why do you think okay so at the beginning of the show i i quoted pope benedict and he said we are building a dictatorship of relativism um why why would pope benedict refer to moral relativism as a dictatorship. That's a strong word, right? I mean, what what is dictator? What, what do you think of when you hear the word dictator? Uh, a ruler. Like, yeah, yeah, like control. All, yeah, all controlling. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought of Hitler. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> just all, yeah. like ultimate power, no freedoms for the people. So, so how could moral relativism, why would Pope Benedict call that a dictatorship, do you think? Um, like in a dictatorship, you know, people aren't really free, and when uh, people follow more rel- relativism and they think they can just do whatever they want because it's what they think is right, not what they think is right. The only thing that matters in what they do, like they aren't really free because the only like the best only way to be free is like to be like do everything for God and like to love God and serve Him. Um, so when you're thinking you're making more having more freedom by making your own decisions you're actually becoming less free so what, it's what, kind of confusing what irony but is that? Yeah. yeah yeah no i would agree with that i would agree with that and and we're being told make your own choices be your own person be free live however you want live however but people are becoming more and more miserable mm-hmm. and more and more oppressed i think and as as people make choices that they feel are just good for them and they are justifying through moral relativism those choices start to 
start to rule their life. And that's I think that's what the moral dictatorship or the the yeah, the dictatorship is referring to is, you know, the choices that they feel are right really for the most part are not, and that's what controls their life. That's what that's what that's what t- tears them down or breaks them down, and um, and that that can be even brought back to segue possibly even to the into the gray area stuff. Uh, people make choices that they feel are right um, to themselves when in, in reality it's not it's not geared towards love for everyone. It's not geared towards God's way and God's um, God's, God's plan. Pa- God's plan for mm-hmm. everyone, and that's. Um, and that that is not you know in the short term it's going to make you happy possibly but in the long run since it's not part of God's plan it's that's not how it's done that's not how it's it's this is a great place for me to plug a book that I just finished reading I didn't write the book so it's not a personal plug but um, it's called uh, Unprotected and it's it was written anonymously by um, a psychiatrist uh, on a well known college campus and she doesn't tell where. what college she works for and she doesn't give her name although we know who she is now because the book came out about 10 years ago or something but she talks about how kids come into her office who have been totally fed these lies you know of moral relativism like particularly in regard to their sexuality in regard you know where they're being told in every other way you know about being healthy and you know don't drink don't smoke eat well sleep well um but they're not being told anything about how to protect themselves from um, emotional or spiritual devastation that comes with promiscuous sexuality, you know, and, and it's making them sick. So the reason I'm bringing this up, Nick is, or Noah, because you were talking about how they become enslaved, you know, and Kobe, you were talking about how we become enslaved by these things and she's sharing firsthand experiences. Um, so parents who are listening, I highly recommend this book. It's called, um, Unprotected, and it's by Anonymous MD. Uh, it's really worth reading. So that's just a little side note. Um, but I want to give another quote by Pope Benedict. We have to wrap our heads around this because that guy is just so smart. So here it is. Morality is replaced by a calculus of consequences, and in the process, it ceases to exist. Morality is replaced by a calculus of consequences, and in the process, it ceases to exist. <laughs> what does that mean? Like your minds are all blown. What do you think? What do you think about that, Kobe? The only thing, like, since I'm like in calculus, like the only thing <laughs> I can think about is like everything's like derivative, you know. So like, um, things become like based. I don't know, like, based off of each other, and then you start to lose, like, the main focus, maybe. Nick, yeah, you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It sounds good to me. <laughs> you guys, it's not a test. It's not yeah. a test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that, I think he's talking about how we, we're always weighing the consequences, you know, it, is this going to feel good? Is it going to be good? Or is it what everybody else is doing? Is it ever, you know, to the point where we're not going back and looking at, is this a moral choice? Is this God's plan for my life? You know, we're looking at all the exterior factors and forgetting to get to the root of what does God, what does God say? You know, really want. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or what have I been told is truth? What have I been taught? What does my church teach? You know. Um, 
and we and we how do we know this? How do we know what's truth? How do we inform our consciences? How do you guys inform your consciences? How do you know right from wrong? Uh, the biggest thing I would say is through prayer, um, prayer, and then just just what I've learned from scripture and tradition uh, of the church of the Catholic Church is uh, and kind of I don't know, trying to see you know trying to see look at history um, in the Catholic, specifically the Catholic history in, in a way that uh, you know you can kind of judge your decisions based off of what you know is said to be right, um, what is accepted as right by the church, and that that can be um, for lack of a better term, uh, you know, kind of the Ten Commandments, even though those are definitely part of what you should follow, is is kind of it's a, just a your 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 stone with the laws written on it of of things that you you can follow to. So you're saying the Ten Commandments and other things as well. Right, like, well, yeah, t- I mean, ten, ten Commandments are definitely factored in, um, along with you know everything else, beatitudes and virtues, and um, but yeah, the 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 biggest thing is is following the tradition of the church because because you know that that is what's right you know if 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 you go to your priest and maybe he doesn't have the greatest advice or if, unfortunately if he doesn't or you know if you go to someone you trust and they don't but you you know you can always revert back to the bible and back to what the the, the tradition of the church and see see what's happened and see how people carry themselves especially jesus and the apostles um and base your uh, actions off of that if if all else fails how do you guys keep from getting confused like you are in a generation the most morally relative generation yet yeah. and the one after you will be even more so probably right mm-hmm. so how do you guys keep from getting confused about what you're told is okay like do you just never watch television <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I do get confused a lot. Do you, Nick? Yeah. It's it's hard to to know, like, you know, because th- so many things are being thrown at you every single day, and it's hard to know, like, like is this actually okay? Like, I know a lot of my friends think it's okay, and they all do it. So, is it fine? Like, will it hurt my relationship with God? And um, you really just got to think about like the the long run and think about what this does. Um, like one, two, your relationship with God, also your reputation, because that's going to affect how you can um, minister to other people. So thinking about the effects of your choices. Do you have support for that? Like when you're in a situation where you're confused or you're like, I don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's moral, what's immoral. Do you have a a, a system of support for that? Yeah, Um I anytime I really have a really tough decision to make, I usually go to um, one of my best friends, or um, I have a lot of my friends in my youth group, my youth minister. They're just awesome about helping me. And um, we actually have what I do is we have a Facebook chat going on, and um, anytime it's just me and my um, some of my closest friends. And anytime one of us is struggling um, or they're being tempted with a certain sin, we just start chatting and um, help each other through it. Wait, so you guys still Facebook? Yeah, I know it's kind of outdated. That's the only thing I use Facebook for these That's days. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish all teenagers still used Facebook. It's so much easier to communicate with. You know? <laughs> Sorry, that was a side note. But but th- that's an important point, and I'm glad you shared that. Like, You don't have to figure this out all by yourself. Yeah, yeah we're not supposed to, God right? God gave you so many more resources right. than just your own mind. Right, and we're not we're not supposed to be in this alone. We're supposed to be part of a community 
Um, yeah, Kobe, did you have something to add to that? It's just, you can't, like, you can't, it's almost impossible to, like, just defeat temptation by yourself. Yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah, um, the irony of it is it's hard to get tempted by yourself. Like, it usually takes other people to tempt you. But it's also hard to resist temptation by yourself. Just so it's all a matter of who you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. Um, Okay. Ready for another Pope Benedict quote? Bring it on. Come on. (laughs) You guys can handle this. You're very smart. Okay. He says, our responsibility is to make these criteria. Okay. So he's talking about forming our own consciences uh, in light of the teachings of our church. Um, and he says, our responsibility, it is our responsibility to make these criteria audible and intelligible once more for people today as paths of true humanity and in the context of our paramount concern for mankind. You know, we're like, can't you just speak English? <laughs> Even though he didn't say this in English. <laughs> but so what he's saying, so, act, so not only do we have to actively inform our own consciences right so like nick you were saying when you get confused you have to seek out the truth mm-hmm. you you have to like you can't just be comfortable with confusion or comfortable with well i guess it's okay for him it might not be okay you know so we have to actively inform our own consciences but then we also have to teach that truth to others um and we have to be motivated by love <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. no small task yeah right Let me interject. You're listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and we're here today with Noah, Kaylee, Kobe, and Nick. And we're talking about moral relativism, and we're trying to dissect some of the quotes from Pope Benedict. We're feeling a little dumb. Um, (laughs) But but it's a basic message. Kobe, you trying to say something? Like, when I thought of him, like, saying, like, make it audible and intelligible, I don't remember who said this but like it says like always spread the gospel and if necessary use words oh, that's so, usually yeah, yeah. credited to um saint francis of assisi yeah so like yeah. even like I, don't, I just thought of that when he said that so like when you're trying to like spread morality the easiest way to do it is not talk about it but to do it Right, so maybe it's easier than we think it is. You know, when we hear Pope Benedict tell us we have to make it audible and intelligible and we have to do it with love, we have to be motivated by love, we have to share, you know, maybe it's easier than we think it is. It's just living the gospel in our own lives. Um, Have you, other than just living the gospel with your life, have you actively tried to share the truth with others? Yeah. 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 Totally. It can be hard, though. Yeah. yeah it definitely is diff- very difficult. You have to, yeah. What's difficult about it? Uh, it's. Is you see so many people around you not following the moral, these mm-hmm. moral truths and not. And it's, it's hard. It's just like with any other thing. It's hard. It's very hard to stand up to people you know and maybe even in a lot of circumstances, people you respect and care about and say, look, that's not right. Uh, and to, to tell them that you're not doing what you should be doing. Um, and that can take a lot of courage. And that takes a That's ton great. of courage. Yeah. And um, and it's even on things, some things that you feel are, or that, that are not gray area, that are just black and white. And But it, it, it does take a lot of courage to stand up and say, look, this is what you should be doing. Um, and this is what, you know, I personally as a Catholic believe, and this is what if you are 
practicing Catholicism, even if not, um, to stand up to someone you care about. Because if you care about them, you should – if you care about them enough, you should be able to approach them and say um, not just you're harming people around you, but you're harming yourself. See, and that's, I think, the key. If you care about them enough, that's what Pope Benedict was saying. We have to be motivated by love. But do you think that people share the truth uh, and and they're motivated by things other than love? Like what? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Kaylee, what do you? Um, I think a lot of people are, like, Mm self-centered. And they're more motivated about, like, improving themselves, like, for, like, not just, like, for their spiritual benefit, but more, like, physical benefit, like, having money and getting, like, the girl, the giant, the guy. Um, and just, I guess, like, back to what Noah was saying, like, came to me, like, listening, like, even though if you are spreading, I think a lot of people, like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm listening, and they'll be, like, on their phone, they'll be, like, outside distractions and, like, other, like, issues they'll, they'll be thinking about that could, like, just be distracting them from, like, listening to like the message so i guess like so that's another obstacle yeah and it's like always keep your like ears open Mm -hmm. to like anything what are some other motivators people have for sharing even if it's good what we're sharing you know we're sharing the gospel but if we're not doing it in love i mean what are other reasons people are there any like i think about you know, you ever heard somebody who's just really arrogant in sharing the gospel and you're like... That's probably not how it should yeah. be done. Right. Like, what is? why are you so, yelling at me? <laughs> you know? So adamant. Yeah. Or, you know, motivated by pride or motivated... Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, that's just hard. You know, when we feel like, this is right, why don't you understand it? You know, it's it's easy to sort of get on a soapbox and and feel like we're superior to people who don't have as clear understanding, you know, or, you know. But I'll assure you, when you get on that soapbox, God will find a way to humble you quickly. (laughs) I can speak from experience on that one. Um, Why is moral relativism dangerous? Why, why, Why do we even care? I mean, when you just... It's pretty much you just do what you want almost, and like you since if you don't think that there are absolute truths, then you think that you can make your own decisions, and when that happens, it's way easier to like lose sight of God, like lose sight of what's important, it's easier to get addicted to things and um because like every sin is addictive, like I don't know if there's a single sin that's not addictive um. But so like when you just like choose to do those things with your own because you think it's what you want to do, then it's just easier to lose sight of God and lose sight of what's important. And those smaller things can just lead to bigger, more complicated yeah. Right. Yeah. issues. Yeah, it's 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 hard to dig yourself out of a hole when you've gotten so far down in, in sin. And, and that moral relativism is what starts it off as saying, oh, yeah, I can. You know, because I think it's good and because other people say it's good, then it must be good. Um, and they don't listen to what God is adamantly telling them. Um, so, yeah, moral relativism can be very dangerous because it, you can dig a hole for yourself and you, in a lot of circumstances, it's very difficult to dig out and you have to seek outside help, whether that be friends or, you know, priests or... Or professional you, help yeah, even, yeah, anything, if you get to yeah. that point. Do you think, is it difficult for parents to impart absolute truth? To their kids, like what kind of obstacles are parents facing from your perspective? 
You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm I'm wondering if you guys know what your parents are up against. Like, the generation barrier is uh, between, like, our generation is so, like, more, like, advanced and technological. And, like, the, our parents' generation is, like, more. It's it's hard for them to connect yeah. with us sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because, you know, we're, we're so connected with everything else. It's hard for parents to, to you know, say, snap out of it and, and have the kids focus on the parents and right your parents will have to text you like absolute truth (laughs) (laughs) abortion is wrong always or whatever yeah nick were you going to add something to that yeah i think also like a lot of times parents don't even know what their kids are getting into with like with social media and stuff like a lot of it's it's all behind the scenes and um and like parents don't know what their kids are exposed to so like being aware of that like monitoring how many how much time uh, your kid is watching TV or, you know, using like on Instagram and stuff like that um, because so many bad things can come from that. And um, when you're just exposed to it constantly, you start to, uh, you, I mean, you become addicted and you also um, take the truth that other people are throwing at you. You take them as true to you. And you know what else? This is a big one. And you guys, this is where you guys need to be critical thinkers and you need to be really well informed about your faith because... This moral relativism, it's its insidious. Like, it, in places where people are supposed to be our teachers and our guides and our leaders, what they're teaching often is immorality, you know? And we parents think, oh, our kids are off at school, safe and sound and fine. So you guys need to be willing to challenge people when you hear something that you know is not correct or you know is not right or you know is not truth. Mm-hmm. Um Gosh, we could keep going and keep going about this, but we're about out of time. So let's close in in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to be here. We thank you, Lord, for truth. We thank you for loving us enough to um, keep us on the right path. We We ask you to help us always seek that path and know what your will for our lives is. And we ask you to help us share the truth in love. And we pray this in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com.